Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. Fridays are about freedom over here on the podcast. And I will be talking about ways that we can move on and away from the narrative of 2020 to right now. I will be talking about topics that might be hard to imagine at first, or maybe you haven't heard of them, um, because it's just so different from what everything that maybe you're hearing in the mainstream or heard before. But nonetheless, I feel like it needs to be said. And if what I am discovering, you know, coming across, studying, researching, if these things end up being true, then the seed has been planted right here on the podcast. And when all of this comes crumbling down, which it absolutely will, you will have heard this information already and you will be ahead of the quote unquote game and ready to help others too. So let's move forth with freedom today. Today's episode is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets that I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. Calm. All right, so lots to go over today. I'm so excited about today's episode, and we are going to highlight homeschool, folks. And this is for everyone. Um, I hope that the title didn't deter you. Um, I hope that you went ahead and, and pressed play anyway, um, because I think that it's something that we're all going to just kind of need to know about. Um, and it's, if, if this is calling to your heart, if homeschooling has been calling to your heart, and I'm speaking to you, mama, I'm speaking to you, woman to woman here, if it's calling to you, you, you can do it, okay? You just, you got to have some, you know, maybe some hard conversations. You've got to make some tough decisions. And then once you're doing it, I promise you, the reward of being with your children and watching them learn and also knowing exactly what they're learning is like, <laughs> it's epic. I mean, so I have um, two boys and they are six and eight. And so um, they are at the, it would be a kindergarten level and a grade two level. And, um, it's just, what's so wonderful is that I started homeschooling them, um, in 2020, uh, kind of when we all had to bring them home. Right. And I got to experience my now eight year old, you know, still learning to read and, and math and, but he was still connected to a school. Um, and then that following year, I really helped him to develop his reading even further and to to watch your young child learn how to read and write, it, it's like, it's so beautiful. And it, it literally, it, it can bring me to tears. It truly, truly can. I was talking to my mom the other night and just, 
I mean, just talking about how grateful I am that, yes, like I was trying to grow a business, a health and life coaching business. Um, but this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be educating the children. This is, this is my role. And, and frankly, this is the woman's role in a marriage. And I know that that might kind of ruffle some feathers, but just try to hear me out for a second because it's a really important piece. And children now more than ever need that refuge. They do. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but we can't keep turning this blind eye. We can't. And if your child is being subject to things that are very controversial, like the transgender agenda. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. That is very controversial. And something that is being overlooked um, or trying to be normalized, and we need to just take pause on that. If, If you are having second thoughts about that or wondering about that, that's okay. Like, that's your job as, as the parent to be kind of like, hey, you know, what, what's going on with this, right? So look into it. And also, um, what else was I thinking? <clears throat> Lost my train of thought. Just the, oh, man. I, oh, yes, the mental, mental health of our children right now. My goodness, all that they've gone through, having to wear masks and for eight hours a day, and then they get to come home. And depending on what state you're in, you know, like in Florida, um, you know, everything has been fairly open for, for quite a long time now. And that has been a choice for quite some time. And it's very confusing. It's very confusing, and I'm just so grateful that my children have never really gotten into that part of this whole chaotic fiasco that we've gone through. It's just been terrible. And again, you know, I want to also, this is a um, just an important question and and. And something that we really need to think about as moms is, you know, we all have the mama bear. We all have that mama bear instinct. And if you haven't exactly like looked into what that mama bear instinct is, y'all, they, they kill to protect their babies. They, they fight to the death. They will die. They fight to kill and they're willing to die to protect their children. And we all have that. And so what's happened is that has been directly attacked I feel during these last two years that that has been manipulated and we have been made to feel if we aren't getting the shot or getting our, or taking our kids to get the shot, then we are terrible people. And also on the flip side of that, there are moms that are wondering why other moms are having their children get the shot because of the dangers that they have seen from censored and and oppressed doctors and scientists. And it's, it's, it's all coming to the forefront now with, um, uh, was it 
Senator Ron Johnson. I can double check that. Um, but I think that's Senator Ron Johnson had a, you know, round table discussion with all the doctors, nurses, scientists, lawyers that have been shut down talking about early treatment of COVID, uh, the, you know, just what they've witnessed in hospitals, the malpractice, the misuse of remdesivir when it's not necessary, the amount of time that people are isolated or the fact that people are sent home basically to die. Y'all, this is, this is a big deal. It's affected families. I mean, they were even talking about how families weren't able to receive the bodies of their dead loved ones back at the beginning in 2020, like in the spring of 2020, they weren't able to have their family's bodies after they had passed away and to bury them properly. They, they, they weren't given the bodies. Can you imagine? This is happening. This happens. This has happened to our fellow Americans. It, it breaks my heart. And just to think about, you know, other states that are, you know, like California or New York or Oregon or, you know, the city of Chicago, that area, um, New Jersey, y'all, we need to think about our fellow Americans that are dealing con- still with lockdowns and restrictions and vaccine passports. Can you imagine the children? Did you, did you hear about the little girl, that nine-year-old little girl that was with her family going to a museum in New York that got arrested? Yes, she was handcuffed, taken away from her parents because all of them were not vaccinated. This is scary. This is scary stuff. I, I can't imagine being a child right now. And it's, it's really, y'all, this isn't a lot. This is the, the alarms are being sounded to all of us as parents to pay attention. It can't just be, oh, let me just send them to school because in the public schools, y'all, we've got uh, litter boxes in a bathroom for kids that identify as cats. Yes, I, I wish that I was making it up, but I'm not. I, how do you even begin to have a conversation with your child other than that is not right, it's not moral, it's not normal? These conversations need to happen. If your children are in school and if they're, if they're exposed to this, um, then the conversations need to happen if you're not able to homeschool. But honestly, what, you know, we can all help each other with that. You know, I've offered to a few, a few friends of mine, I'm like, look, I'll come on, bring them over. You know what I mean? And if, if you are just maybe getting ready to graduate college this year and you are in education, you can open up your own homeschool. I'm telling you, families will pay you a lot. So we need to get creative. You know, maybe you're a retired teacher. Maybe you could come to someone's home, right? Maybe you're a teacher, but you don't want to teach anymore in the school. You could also come to the home and teach the children for the family. And then maybe the mom can work out of the home office if that needs to happen. Or if she's, you know, in a very important role, uh, you know, maybe a doctor, right, or a nurse. They're very much needed. 
and again, this is not to offend or, or to have anybody, you know, you know, if they're a teacher, right? It's not to offend anyone. It's just, these are some tough scenarios, circumstances, situations that need our attention for our children. Because <clears throat> we don't know, we don't have enough data about these shots. We don't. And so it's a live study that maybe you or, or your child is involved in. And that's scary. That's unsettling. That, you know, we don't know. And, and neither do the doctors. And they, t- they say that. They don't know what the outcome is. I know that the inventor of mRNA, Dr. Robert Malone, has come out and said, we need to stop this right now. The inventor of the technology within these shots is saying this needs to be stopped. And that, that deserves our attention. And so those that are choosing, like me, for example, and, and my family, we're, we're choosing not to participate and not to not get the shot right now. And it's not out of any maliciousness or anger or evil or none of those things. It's, no, we don't have enough information to make an informed decision about it. So that's where we are, and we're willing to have conversations. We're willing to not participate in things if that comes about to us. We're willing to, like we have been, live on the outside, on the fringe of this whole thing. Because I don't want to expose my children to the fear and the confusion. Oh my goodness, it breaks my heart. The confusion that people are going through. Just even about their own, you know, bodies. About symptoms anymore. Everything, it's like, is it COVID? Because, and and that's so wrong to do to us. And no, not everything is COVID. Absolutely not. Thousand percent no. So that, any, any belief systems around that that have been formulated over the last few years, those need to be busted and burned. <laughs> and, oh, goodness, get that out of your brain and body immediately. It's so sad. It's tragic, truly. And so with that, you know, a diagnosis of COVID actually turns into something worse because of what our mind where our mind goes, you know, there's a real thing. Um, it's, it's called a diagnosis shock. You know, like if you get diagnosed with cancer, yes, it's, it could be very shocking. It's a real thing. And your mind's like, whoa. And then a, a, you know, as in German new medicine, as I've been talking the last few freedom episodes, a special biological program is set off. An organ either will then grow cells lose cells, or will lose function. And that's all by design, and it's all an incredible design. But we don't want to run those programs for too long. We want to be confident. We want to be free. We want to be free of fear. And so 
that's kind of where and why, with all of this said, why I homeschool. Because I don't want my children to be living in fear. And neither do I. And so I'm just so grateful that God led me to homeschool my children and to experience the beauty of it. And so I, I want to say this to not only like, you know, I don't want to upset you. I truly, truly don't. But we have got to address what our children are facing. And we also have to be very careful with the um, Oculus technology, the, you know, basically the world of meta, the um, virtual reality world in through these goggles. Okay, we really, really need to be careful. I know they were a popular Christmas gift this year, but you uh, be careful, beware, beware, because that could be where predators are, pedophiles are, you can't see what they're looking at if they're not connected to the TV. We, you already can't see what they're looking at on their phones if they have phones when they're in middle school. I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, what y'all are going through if they're in middle school or high school. I'm not there yet. But I do know that, I mean, I'm I, I I'm pretty – I'm like, nope, we're not going to watch that. It's for older kids, you know, and it's worth – it's worth, like, saying no. Yes, that t- the technology is – so cool. And a lot of the kids are gonna be like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't wait to do this. Yes. And it's going to be hard for those who don't want to go in that world that that virtual reality world there. We don't I don't want to go in that world. I don't want my children to go in that world because it's it can I mean, I can only imagine how addictive it is. I can only imagine. So I just I don't recommend it. Um, and I know my children are going to be like, mom, you know, you're kind of the worst. And I'll be like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) I'll be the worst, but you, you're going to have to decide that I'm not going to be buying you these things. That's going to take you out of reality, take you out of nature, take you out of eye contact with loved ones, take you out of conversations, take you out of movement of your body and enjoyment of your body whether that be in swimming or dancing or singing, you know, laughing with your friends. No, I'm not going to take them out of that because nothing, nothing can compare to what God has created and what he's created our bodies for and our minds and our souls and our hearts. Nothing can, nothing can take that over. Zero. So there's my thoughts on that. So I want to talk to you about, okay, let me talk to you about kind of our our homeschooling day. So basically it's at most three hours. Yep, three hours. And we start between, we can start at 9, we can start at 9.30, sometimes we start at 10, Um things change throughout the day, like a special activity that we might do. I, I order some art kits, um, that come like once a month. They're wonderful. Um, let me write that down so that I can include that. So it's let's make art, love it. Um, and then we love the kiwi crates. Those are amazing. Um, they're like, I guess, stem 
uh, building sets. So cool, especially for boys. But the Let's Make Art is great for girls or boys. They're just wonderful. Um, and then I also will sometimes print out, like, you, you can find a, a ton of free printables. Like, we're, we're doing some things on winter birds right now. Um, you just just it, you just have to get creative. It takes a little while, but I'm telling you, there are so many resources out there. Like, you, you cannot mess this up. Like, I'm here, I'm here to tell you, you absolutely cannot mess it up. You can't. And the curriculum that we use is the good and the beautiful. And, oh, my goodness, I could go on and on and on. It is amazing. Um, the language arts program includes geography. It includes art, um, art history as well. Um, it is just like it covers so, so many things. And to watch my older son, like how much he has improved, like his reading is just like mind blowing. And, um, they just come with beautiful readers that they, you know, read stories from and, oh, it's just incredible. And then the math program is just awesome. Like these are designed to where you just open the book up and you go and they're like 15 to half an hour that that's all they take. And it's like, amazing. Uh, Amazing. But one of the things I really want to highlight today and that really where you can kind of just make your own experience um, and you can incorporate so many things and it's a shared family experience. So like we all sit at the table together and I do have a lovely person, young lady who comes in and helps us um, each day. So if you can do that, like if you have a nanny situation or, you know, maybe you can start asking like for a nanny that has an education background or has worked with children, you know, like in a camp type situation or through a church or Sunday school or something like that. And you can do this too. You have someone come in with you and then y'all can do it together. And it's just been, it's been wonderful. Oh my goodness. It's been wonderful. And so um, the morning meetings. So I want to just kind of highlight some of our favorite things from the morning meeting time. And it's a shared time all together. So, you know, we start and we say our pledge. And um, sometimes we'll sing the national anthem, of course. And we just, we start our day with a devotional and with, with Bible time. And it's so darling to watch especially my six-year-old, like, use the table of contents in a Bible. He can't quite read all the words yet, but he wants to do it himself, and it is just precious, and he loves it, absolutely loves it. And that's what it's, that's what it's about, you know, just, like, letting them do things and watching them do things and not doing everything for them. And that's, I mean, that's a huge part of it right there. And so we'll start um, with that time, and it ranges from, I'm going to just kind of go over our favorite books, and I have a card set that I'm going to talk about, and we don't do these every morning, but we just kind of mix and match, you know, each morning. So the devotional, one of the devotionals that we love is called Indescribable, 100 Devotions About God and Science, and that's by Louis Giglio. And it is absolutely fantastic. And it's just, 
you know, it, it talks about a certain part of the Bible, the Bible verse, and then it goes into a little science lesson that's connected to the Bible verse. And then there's like an extra little part, be amazed. And they're, they just get so excited about it. And frankly, I get excited about it too, because I'm like, what? Like I had no idea that that even existed. So I'm learning too, which is so fun. And then, or we will read from, so that, so that incorporates science. So like for younger ones, you know, you don't need like a whole curriculum. You don't need to do it every day, but like they're getting a science lesson every day when we do this devotional. And then another devotional that we love is Heroes of the Bible. And that is by Joshua Cooley. And that I love because, you know, it talks about obviously people of the Bible and basically it's history folks like history <laughs> you know and so check that off right another um way that we incorporate science some mornings is my older son he reads out of um one of the Christian Liberty Nature readers and y'all I absolutely love these they are from Christian Liberty Press, and there's a whole set of them. So it goes like from kindergarten, I think, to fifth grade. I could be wrong on that, but I think it goes to fifth grade. And so he's reading in the third edition, and it's just wonderful. And it's just short little things about, like we're focusing on, um, this is insects. And it'll you'll, you'll read like a little page. He reads out loud to us, and then they have like three questions and so we answer the questions. So it's like we have to be paying attention because we got to answer questions. So those are absolutely amazing. Um, pl- and please don't worry. All these links are in the podcast description today. So don't fret. All this will be available for you. And then also another um, way that we love just kind of, it would be, you know, history related to today, like, modern events, um, is of course the Tuttle Twins. The set of their books is incredible and we just love it. So like, that's just like a read aloud and they love it. It has great pictures. It's for kids five to 11. So, you know, if you have older kids, they can read it on their own and you can talk to them about it. Like it's, it's wonderful. Um, and then another book that we love is called Theology. It's T-H-E and then separate word, ology. And that is by Marty Mikowski. Beautiful, beautiful hardback book. Oh my goodness. Like amazing book. And it's, you know, a wonderful tool for theology, right? And it's done in a way that children can understand it. And it's just breathtaking. Highly recommend it. Um, a card deck that we absolutely love is from Tiny Theologians, and it's um, Christ at the Center. The, that's the name of the specific card deck that we use. And it's um, more for biblical literacy, and they love it. Like we, um, I'm getting ready to tell you something, another book, and when we use this, and they absolutely love these cards, and they're amazing. They just tell you who wrote the book and about the book of the Bible, and, you know, it's just so informative, and they love it. So probably our favorite thing about the morning meeting is um, the Truth and Grace memory book. Um, 
and that is from Founders, and it's edited by Thomas K. Askell. And it's a set, so a Truth and Grace memory book set. And we are currently doing um, the first one, and it's for ages two to nine. So basically, it's a catechism, okay, for boys and girls. And this is what the children used to do in schools back in the day, back in the late, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, around the time of the Constitution and um, many years after that, um, this is what they would do. And this is the boy's favorite part right now. And it's just like so darling. And I think what makes it so great for them is that I got them these these tiny notebooks that hold um, index cards in them. And they're, you know, like they have holes in the index cards and it's like a little binder and they just love it. And so we'll open up the binder and I'll ask them the question and then we'll answer it. And then there are three Bible verses that you can go over and we'll just kind of focus on one and they get to use their Bibles again. And, you know, my older son will sometimes read to us a Bible verse, but they love it because they're writing in their adorable binders. And I got those on Amazon. So it's just like an index card binder and they're so cute. So that's basically, you know, what we do. And you know, yesterday, for example, we started um, some seeds for a for our garden this year. I wanted to do a garden last year, and it just didn't happen. I mean, y'all, like last year was really rough. I mean, emotionally and just oh my goodness, it, it, a lot of folks went through the ringer. And if that's you, I I I feel you. So it just didn't get done, and um, we also had a home renovation too. So it was just it was a whole lot. So. We did start our seeds yesterday, and I've included, um, you know, where I got my seed starter kit. I'll also include a very short video that isn't being seen on social media because I'm still shut down over on Instagram. And um, so I will have a link for that as well so you can kind of see what we did. It's, it's a one-minute video, and I include, um, you know, where I got the seed starting kits. And then also not featured in the video is um, my indoor light. I got a two-shelf indoor light, Oslo is what it's called. And um, I can't wait to get that started. But you have to kind of wait just a, just a second where you see a little sprout and then you put it under the light. So we'll see if it works out. It might not, but we're going to try. And that's the most important thing is that you try <laughs> because – I was like so scared to even start because I'm like, if this doesn't work, then I guess it's my fault. You know what I mean? Isn't that silly? And, um, I just, I just, I'm like, okay, I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. So we went for it. It was amazing. It was a wonderful part of our school day. Like I get to do that with my kids and I don't say that in a way to make you feel guilty. That's not what I'm saying, please, because don't want you to feel that. Like that's the last thing. Um, it's, I want to light something within you if it's gone out and you can do that. You can have those moments. You can experience that. And it's the most beautiful thing on earth. So with that said, let's go ahead and say a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today. Thank you for 
giving us the opportunity to really look at some tough decisions, some tough situations and circumstances. Thank you for just giving us the moment to just see it. And although we might not always know the answer, you are there with us the entire way. Jesus, thank you for holding our hand. And we just pray, Lord, that you will lead us to Jesus when we feel like we just don't even know where to start. But Lord, if you have placed in our hearts, in our mama hearts, if you have placed in there the desire to be a teacher in our children's lives, please let today's episode spark that again that you'd already placed on our hearts. Let, let that light back up, Lord. And please wipe all fears away with what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? I don't have the patience. Please take all those beliefs away. Take them away from us so that we can experience something truly incredible with our children at home and that we can give them what they need. Give them that foundation in you, that biblical worldview, Lord. They need that now more than ever, Lord. And please just help us to help each other, help us to be supportive, not judgmental, Lord. Not judgmental. Open. Open to a possibility of teaching and raising future leaders, Lord. So that they can have that that one-on-one they can really develop into who they are supposed to be. And we can witness that, Lord. The whole thing, we can witness it. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for just looking at the tough stuff we've got to we are our children's keepers and and we provide them hope and stability and and freedom and we can do this we can do this for them i promise you thanks so much for being here And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone so that we can spread freedom with others and Jesus with others. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.